Welcome to episode number 155, Acting 101. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned into the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe Goose. What up? And the guest himself, Michelangelo, Acting 101. In this episode, we have special guest, Michael Angelo. We are here to cover topics that range from auditions, landing roles, improv, role preparation, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Napoleon Hill and Tony Robbins. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off, Mick. Thank you for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate it, guys. My pleasure. Definitely. So for those of you who do not know, uh, Mr. Angelo, let us know who you are and what you do. All right. So I'm Michael Angelo. I go by Mick. Born and raised in Bristol. Um, right now, I'm actually transitioning to a new career of teaching. Nice. So I'm substituting at the high school, Bristol High. Nice. I'm also taking classes towards my uh, certification. Awesome. So by the end of next year, I'll be certified. Hopefully, I can land it, you know, a full-time gig. Awesome. Um, I also coach varsity softball in the Chamonix okay. with Dave Ciccoletti, my buddy. Nice. So as soon as I started subbing, he brought me on, and I'm having fun with that. You know, I played baseball my whole life, so yeah, yeah. coaching, teaching, it's always what I want to do, so I'm actually doing it now. And uh, whatever free time I have, I like to act. Nice. Um, not just acting, but I also like to write. Nice. You know, I, r- I wrote a few projects, Okay. Uh, a few short stories. Nice. Um, so whenever I have free time, I like to do that. Okay. So that's where I'm at right now pretty hectic but it's fun keeps me busy so when you say short stories is this like for a book or like for screenplay so both screenplays um the one i did was a 45 minute well it's usually like a page a minute when you write so i was looking to do a pilot episode for like say like a netflix show okay uh yeah it's about a boxer like a 20 year old boxer whose parents are off the grid you know drug problems whatever he's raising his 15 year old sister in you know streets of philadelphia so he's trying to, you know, he's, he's trying to use boxing to get himself out of the hood. Um, you know, feel good drama. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I finished that pilot episode. I wrote that. And then um, I wrote a short story based on me and my family, but not actually our story. I used, the same, I used us as characters. Oh, cool. But I wrote something called Addict. And it was about, you know, a college baseball player who was, you know, about a year away from graduating and going pro. Um, never, you know, straight edge. Yeah. Didn't drink, didn't do drugs. And um, tore his arm up yeah. in preseason, had to get surgery. And the pain was too, you know, it was excruciating. So, yeah. st- you know, he, he took the proper medication while well, he got hooked. Right. Just like a lot of stories you yeah. hear, you know. And um, it just shows you the roller coaster of having everything at the palm of your hands. And then one little thing, you know, happens and you can't control it. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're, you're popping pills left and right. You're draining bank accounts. You're burning bridges, you know, wow. never going to know if you're going to, you know, if you could be that pro baseball player like you thought you were going to be six months ago. Wow. You know, so it just kind of shows a little roller coaster. But I use like my family members when I was writing it because writing's hard. You're writing, yeah. you're writing for multiple characters. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. how do you write for a 13-year-old girl and then transition to a 40-year-old guy sure. and, then, you know, yeah. back and forth? So I said, all right, let me just base it on, you know, the personalities of my family. So, you know, with my mom, I use my mom because yeah. she's like, a saint you know yeah, so yeah, i thought yeah. she, you know she would be great at that because you know she would never want to see her kid go down that road sure so, you know bothered her and um so yeah i just writing's interesting but it's also very frustrating yeah when they say writer's block they're not joking yeah you know, yeah, you, know yeah. I mean? like, you you can write for a week straight and then you can go a month but I, I can't think of a single idea sure. yeah. right, right. you know but there's there's no expiration dates on this type of stuff yeah you know, that's for you, know, sure. you get back to it when you have an idea you know yeah. I, I think of the, the craziest ideas in the craziest places yeah, yeah, yeah. you know i'll just be doing something <laughs> random i'm like oh man that 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 story i was writing that scene would be great yeah so, and you just and then you start putting it you together like together. a puzzle. Awesome. Yeah. I like it. So is your creative process that same way or do you sit down? Because I feel like a lot of it is forced when we get, you know, the, the writer's block thing. It's because you're sitting down and you're like, I have yeah. to write something. I have to come up. There's a pressure. There's something. Yeah. There might be an outside source uh, making that pressure uh, there for that person. 
um, I think a lot of the creativity comes naturally just throughout life. Has that happened for yes. you? Or yeah. yeah, I find it much easier to not force it, yeah. and it'll just come. Yeah. Like I said, I you know I don't put like a, a time frame okay. on my projects. It's more of a hobby. Sure. Yeah, you know I'm not looking to you know strike it big in Hollywood. One, sure. you know I know a lot of times when you send a screenplay and it sits on a desk for ten years. Sure, right. you know so like I'm not I, you know I'm yeah. I, I'm a realist. You know I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand, but yeah. but I enjoy doing it. It's free. Right. Yeah. You know, it's it's soothing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it's relaxing. And but no, I, I like it to come natural. Okay. I try not to force. If I can't think of anything, I put it away and then the minute I think of something else, I go back and I yeah. add it in okay. there. Yeah, yeah. You know, for you're sure. right. The creativity when you're not thinking about it, it just naturally flows. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Um all right, so how did you go from like how did you know you were into either acting or writing or just being, you know, a part of that industry? Was it something that you always had a knack for? Was it something that just came to you in your adulthood? How did that all work out? So, probably like my late teen years into my early 20s. Yeah. I just I had this feeling like I just I wanted to be famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like everybody gets that some part <laughs> yeah, of their life. Yeah, sure, sure. But, you know, I watched a lot of reality TV. Mm-hmm. And I was a big real world fan. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the challenge. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, loved yeah, yeah. it, right? Yeah. So I think at 21, I think I did a, um, um, an, a video audition for the real world. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that was kind of like my first thing that I actually pursued. Okay. And uh, it's funny because I was... Um, Managed, I was a supervisor at the Grundy Ice Skating Rink. Okay. So I was in there late night. Right. And nobody else was in there. Right. I had to do the Zamboni. I had to clean mm-hmm. the ice and all. Yeah, so yeah, I had yeah. my brother come in with a camera. <laughs> yeah. My brother Jay. And uh, so I got down to like my boxers. Yeah. Just boxers and my Tims. Yeah. And I was whipping around in the Zamboni. <laughs> you know, and he's, and he's can, you know. And, yeah. I, and then I pull up on him like real yeah. fast and I hop out. And I do yeah. like my little bio. Yeah. You know? yeah. So that, awesome. was, that was my first audition that, I, awesome. that I sent in. That was That's the real awesome. world. And yeah. then. You know, and then I just, I, I, I never really wanted to put all my eggs in one basket, so I never sure. really thought about acting to be like something 24-7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, it's something I can always mess around with. And then, you know, I would see little auditions come around. Big Brother. Okay. Audition for Big Brother. It was a terrible audition. I, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, they, they bring you in. 15 people at a time for 10 seconds they ask you one question and then you go and it's mm. like man I sat out there for 6 hours for that wow you know so mm. that's tough um, but the, the 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 thing that got me the most excited and this I wouldn't even be here right now if luck was actually on my side yeah so Jersey Shore was was filming season one. Yeah. And my family would always go down to Seaside, right? Yeah. So we see something going on. They're filming. They got it all blocked off. But they they weren't advertising it yet. So yeah. you didn't even know what it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I pushed my sisters in into this, the, the Shore store that they worked. I said, get in there and go find out. It looks like they're letting girls in. I don't see any guys in there. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like Ronnie and, and Paulie at the time were working in there. Yeah. But like I said, nobody knew who anybody was. Right. So we're just messing around, right? And then like around Christmas time, they start advertising. I'm like, yo, that's that show. I was like, oh, yeah. we have to watch that. You yeah. know, Seaside, we're down there every yeah. year. I got family down yeah. there. Yeah. And all, you know what I mean? So, um, so after season one, I guess they... The expectations were low for the show, and they shattered ratings. Yeah. So the cast wanted more money. Yeah. Like anything else, you know. Yeah. Oh, you see all these ratings. Yeah. We want the money. Right. So they all went on strike. MTV wow. said, you know, we don't want to pay them. Let's make it like the real world, and we'll bring in a new cast of Guidos yeah. every year. Yeah. yeah. So next thing I know, I see this thing pop up in an email. I must have, I must have joined some kind of free newsletter or something yeah. for acting, and I get this thing. And they wanted me to send in a, uh, you know, like a videotape audition. So I went up in my bedroom. Um, I had my sister's husband, Ian, at the time. He filmed me for like 10 minutes. Just kind of like, I was just acting like the biggest yeah, yeah. Guido I can act, but not not <laughs> yeah. overboard. Yeah, 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 yeah trying yeah, to be yeah. myself. Right. Yeah, but yeah. you know what they want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You know, yeah. so I, I send that in. And I get an email like a week later, the night before. It's like a Thursday night, and it says, can you be down at the Doubletree Hotel for a one-on-one interview Hold tomorrow? On. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Called out of work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Got my, my clothes ready, and yeah. um, I go down at a Doubletree. Me, two other guys, and three girls. That's it, I guess, from the Philly area or whatever. So I'm like looking around. I'm like, all right, I got, I got a shot here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This guy, eh, <laughs> this guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Generic. Yeah. You know, but I was like, all right. Just be me. Yeah. So then they come down, they get everybody one on one, they bring them up, and then you get into this uh, this hotel room, and it's just just like this, you know, sitting behind, you know, in front of a screen. Yeah. You got a girl asking you questions, and a guy can't, you know, with the camera. Right. 
And I was trying to be funny. I was just trying to be natural. Yeah. And I feel like I'm naturally a funny dude. I, yeah. I kind of am. So I had them rolling. Yeah. You know, yeah. I had them rolling. And it was just, it was like a typical. Yeah. Take off your shirt, flex for us. Yeah. Tell yeah. us about your tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this and that. But I had them rolling, man. And yeah. I, I left there like, I got this. Yeah. yeah, yeah I got yeah. this. Right. Next thing I know, the original cast all signs back on. Of course. You know, so I'm like, man. I was like, all right, that was fun. Yeah. That yeah. was fun. I'm going to yeah. do this. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Yeah. So next thing I know, I'm scrolling on Facebook, and I see they need um, they need background extras for Creed. Okay. Oh, I was wow. like, ah, you know what? Stallone, Creed. Maybe I'll get a chance to see him from a thousand feet away. Sure. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't really know what to expect. Yeah. And yeah I was yeah. never, this, is, this would only be my second movie. I did a movie. Um, it was actually a local guy. He wrote three books. Okay. Back in 2011, he wrote the first screenplay. By 2013, we were filming. Oh, wow. I did a, it was my girlfriend's dad at the time. So he was going to put me in the movie regardless. Yeah. But I still had to audition. Yeah. So it was my very first audition. Gotcha. And it was, it was nerve wracking. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I, I don't know what to do. I didn't yeah. have any tips. Yeah. So I got a little small role. Yeah. And um, it was actually pretty cool. I had a couple lines, but the best thing about it was the end of my scene, I exited the scene. The main character walked in and I turned around and I, I had to lay him out. Yeah. They gave me like this piece of steel, this a real weapon. Like it could take anybody out. <laughs> yeah. And they say, All right, you gotta come up behind and you gotta swing and get as close to his face as possible. I said, Whoa. Oh, so you guys know I'm a rookie, right? <laughs> yeah. I've never been on a set before <laughs> yeah, in my yeah, life, yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 you guys want me. To swing at someone. To swing at this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you know, I have really good hand-eye coordination. I'm nervous and I'm shaking, but so I go out my first take. I come back around. I pull it out. Get about a quarter of an inch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from his face? From his face, yeah, yeah. from behind. But the good thing was he said he felt it. You know, he felt like the, the, the gust of wind or whatever yeah, yeah. coming. So on cue, he just dropped. Yeah. Three times I had to do that. Oh, wow. <laughs> After the third time, I said, I'm done. There's no fourth. Because <laughs> yeah. this next one's going to slip. Yeah. And he's going to be lumped up, and yeah. then we're going to have to you know, yeah, yeah, postpone yeah. production. <laughs> so that was, that was actually the first thing I've, I've, you know, I, was, I acted in. Okay. And that's called A Rose on Ninth Street. Okay. And we actually did some filming in Bristol. Um, so it's pretty cool. And um, so then, yeah, so I get the Creed. And I'm like, all right, Creed. You know, so I get there. And I was supposed to be one of like 300 general audience members. It was for the main fight scene at the end of the movie. So you're in like, you're in a building. It's got, it's green screened all the way around, but it's got, you know, probably like the first couple levels of audience Mm. so they can make it, you know, real and then CGI the rest of the audience on the top. So it was pretty cool. Just a green screen, a ring and everybody else. So I'm standing in line on my first day and somebody, a lady comes up and says, what's your availability? I said, I'm good for a week. Yeah. I took a week off of work. My, yeah. my boss was like, go do this. Once they heard yeah. I was going to be in Creed, they're yeah. like, oh, my God, you got to do this. I yeah, said, okay, good. And you're getting paid. I got yeah. paid to do it. So yeah. it balanced out. Yeah. 15-hour days yeah, on I'm sure. Creed. I'm sure. But yeah. you don't care. Yeah, they give course. you two meals a day. You know, It's a top-notch production company, oh, so they took care of you. Long yeah. days, but, man, fun. Yeah. So I'm standing in line. She asked me my vote. You know, I said, I'm good for a week. Um, she said, all right, come with me. She, she upgraded my role. So I went from a general audience member to one of 12 security guards. So oh, I'm like, wow. oh, here we go. Okay, cool. Stand out a little bit. You know? Yeah. So for the first four days, I was, I was positioned probably like caddy corner from Michael B. Jordan's corner with Stallone. You know, so I could see everything going on, but I wasn't that close. Yeah. You know, maybe like, um, maybe like 30, 40 feet. But it was fine. You know, now, hold cool. on, hold on, hold on. Step back for a second mm-hmm. because Michael B. Jordan got absolutely jacked out his mind for this. I'll Is get he there. really? I can't tell. Okay. Because I'm like, this dude Listen, looks I'm, like a I'm bodybuilder. Gl- I'm glad you point. said that because okay. that, that was, this is one of my main points of the okay. story. <laughs> okay, okay. 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 So, so, like I said, I never really had good luck. Okay. Yeah. So, here I am. So, I got bumped up. So, now I'm, I know I'm going to do it for five days. I'm like, all right, cool. This is great. Five days worth, Monday through Friday. This is awesome. So, my last day, fifth day, I guess the guy that was the security guard right behind Stallone in Jordan's corner, yeah, he didn't show up. Mm. They needed somebody that kind of fit his height because they had him for all the other scenes. <laughs> so they couldn't just take, like, fill a female in there sure. for one round. Right, right, right. So they grabbed me. Yeah. I go over there. I'm this close to Stallone from you. Oh, wow. So now That's I'm awesome. like... Oh man! This now is I'm really starstruck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. looking from back there in the rafters. It was like yeah. oh, I see him, but yeah, yeah. now I'm like I see him. Right, right. I'm like, oh, okay. So 
he comes like the first the first two minutes I'm 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 standing in you know I you're not supposed to move you know so you're you're in dead character yeah, you know? yeah so yeah. I'm right in the aisle I'm in the mm. main aisle so I'm like they gotta walk by me you know so here comes Stallone coming back down to run to his trailer for something I look down and he's like my height and I said that's not right yeah I look down he's got like five inch lifts <laughs> on yeah. his Chuck Taylors <laughs> to make him taller. What? But these are what? things you, yeah. I heard about acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise look like he's huge in every movie. Right, he's, right. He's five foot three. Wow. So camera angles, of course. You know, lifts on the shoe. Yeah. All right. So I spent on my last day there. I spent all fifteen hours right in that corner. Every time they got done a scene, they would go back and look at the camera, and, and they're all like right next to me. Yeah. Um, the girl that played Michael B. Jordan's girlfriend, Tessa Thompson, yeah. with the long braids, she was. She was right next to me, sitting in the front row. So, like every time they did it, like a, a a cool scene, they would replay it on the monitor behind us. And me and her be like leaning over each other, like looking, yeah, like yeah, laughing. Yeah. Oh, that scene! Yeah. I, I don't even realize I'm over here with Tessa Thompson, yeah, just right, hanging yeah, out. Right, you, know, right. you forget. Yeah, you're just like, oh, I'm here. I'm be, I'm acting professional, so right, I'm doing. Right. So, the end of the night rolls around. It's a wrap. Okay, cool. I'm kind of lazily, you know, gingerly walking out of there because the night before I stuck around. I stuck around and I watched them. At, practice the choreography so michael b jordan spent 15 hours filming and then once it was a wrap around midnight he stayed to practice the choreography think about it wow. think about it. they used a regular boxer against him so you're you have to you have to train that regular boxer to be an actor mm. yeah. and you have to train michael b jordan to the be a professional fighter right. and you got to hope that they they mix well you know one bit you know Absolutely. think about it, it's choreography and they're swinging yeah. hard they miss once yeah, you yeah, knock yeah, somebody out, yeah. you might be done for a couple of days. You're right. bumped up. You know, so I stayed the night before and I watched him do that. And I was like, this is cool. Yeah. So that last night, I was like, I'm staying. Yeah. You know, I'm staying. Here comes Stallone. He had a bodyguard with him. They all walked by. There was about seven people left in the warehouse. Here comes Michael B. Jordan by himself walking right at me because he's got to go to his trailer behind me. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm trying to be cool about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he walks by, I give him a little, you know, a little pound handshake. Oh, Mike, you killed it, man. You know, rub me on the shoulder. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And I'm like looking up. Yeah. I'm like, this dude's humongous. Yeah. <laughs> this dude is humongous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like five, ten and a half, five yeah. eleven on a good day. Yeah. This dude is big yeah. and jacked. Yeah. Jacked. Yeah. You know, so the preparation, man, that goes into it, you know. It's unbelievable. And, and I mean, happy go lucky. Yeah. These guys were so laid back. Stallone, you would think, would be one of them cocky type guys, but yeah. when there was like a long Pause in, 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 you know, whatever they were setting up cameras. So he'd get in the ring and he would do like the, hey, yo, Adrian. Yeah. And, you know, the, and it, the, yeah. the original Rocky stuff. Right, right, just to keep the, you know, long days, man. Just yeah, to keep yeah, us yeah. out in the crowd. Like, okay, we're hyped up. We're right, good. Right, Appreciate right. that. You yeah, got us, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So, so awesome. I left I left that fifth night driving home. I had the biggest smile on my face. Yeah. I just met Michael B. Jordan. Mm. I just... Yeah. I just spent 15 hours in a corner with those guys. I, I, I listened to everything they were saying about the scenes. Yeah. I was picking brains. Yeah. You know, I wasn't there just a fan. You know, right. I was there studying. Yeah. You know, I what was, was studying. What was your biggest lesson you think you learned there? Uh, patience. Yeah. Patience. Yeah. Because, I mean, they had to be hungry. They yeah, had to sure. be tired. Yeah. But... He stayed in in perfect character. Never, you know, it's easy to get frustrated and probably get lazy with the choreography, but just pay, he was so patient, you know, with the directors and with the producers. A lot of downtime, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tons of downtime when you're yeah. filming. And you're doing 15 hours worth and you're coming out with maybe like a six minute scene. That's right. You know, right. so you're yeah. thinking all that editing and the camera views. Now you know why they do the same scene from seven different angles. Yeah, right. Because when you're watching TV and you see it going back and forth, you don't realize how much editing that is. Yeah. All right, let me take two seconds here. Let me take two yes. seconds here and, and put it all, it all together. So the editors don't get enough credit, yeah. I feel like. Because once yeah. I saw everything, the behind the scenes and what went into it, I said, man, editors, they stay behind the scenes. They don't get, you know? Because I, I think it was the Oscars or something recently. They, they cause you know, sometimes they do stuff like over the commercials yeah. or whatever. And there was a controversy that I think they were relegating the editing, the awards for the editing to like the commercial or like the pre-thing oh, break no. because, and there was a whole thing about that because of such of a right. of how much work goes into that I and like, i how, agree how are you gonna relegate that to something yeah. off screen where yeah. they, they need the the accolades that they deserve yeah unless you sit there and watch the end of the movie the credits you yeah. don't even realize who, who exactly. did anything yeah yep. so you're like man these people should get more recognition Absolutely. Yeah. you know but i but you know everybody does their part and they all have fun with it and you know and when you're on a big production set like that you see it all gel together yeah. you know i've done student films 
free student projects, yeah. you know, where like it was, wasn't too organized, but it was fun and laid back. And then I did something professional. You couldn't even have your cell phone in there. Wow. If you pulled your cell phone out, they thought you were going to take pictures and oh, send yeah, them like TMZ and stuff. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. You know, they'll kick you right out. Wow. Oh yeah. You're gone. Wow. Yeah. What, um, was there anything that you captured? Um, I'm always fascinated with acting is their, their memory. Um, and so when when these guys, I'm sure they're in their trailers or wherever they are prior to any of this even going down, they're memorizing their lines. They're kind of going through it. Did you see any like hiccups or anything that happened oh, yeah. in that sense? Or oh yeah, there's tons of cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's tons of cuts. You know, yeah. that's why you're there for 15 hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, you could go, you can have a two minute monologue and do great for a minute forty and then mess it up in the end and be like, ah oh, man, all right, cut. Let's do it again. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there's a ton. Like you'll see when somebody starts talking, the next person's supposed to jump in, they just forget, <laughs> and they're like, oh man, I forgot <laughs> my cue. Yeah. yeah, I missed my cue. Yeah, yeah, you know, but then they grab the sheet real quick. And they, they get it, you know, and you could tell they just, all right, they get right back into yeah. it. You know, I mean, it's going to happen yeah. like everything else, you know. H- how do you get into a character? So you at that point, you knew you're, you know, a security guard. Is that something that you have to think about or, you know, for that particular role, you're just kind of standing there. But do, do you try to train yourself or prepare for that? How does oh, that yeah. work? Um, so any of the roles that I had lines, I basically what you do is you read the whole story first because you want to figure out the emotion sure. the emotional yeah. part of it because anyone can read a line but it's the way you deliver it yeah right so, exactly. and you don't know how it's delivered unless you know what what else is going on with sure. the other the characters context behind exactly so you get a script it's not just about your lines you know because you need to know what's coming how to react sure. right. you know so so what i like to do is i like to read over everything a couple times and try and, and picture in my head what's going on you know, mm. i play it out in my head and i'm like okay I think he would react that way there, that way, and then I would practice it that way. And if it didn't feel right, I would practice it another way. Yeah. You know, um, with, with the extra work like Creed, um, you don't prepare for it. Yeah. But once they say action, you just, you do your best. Like, yeah, yeah I don't have any lines, yeah. but I don't want anybody seeing me turn around and watching the thing. Right, so right. I know as a security guard, they're telling sure. me just to look straight. You're, you know, you have to act like you're just watching your section, you know, and that's what you do yeah. as a background. Yeah. But, um. You don't know, and as a background, you also don't know if you're going to get on. Right. So you don't want to be caught up, like, yeah. you know, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like scratching my head doing yeah, something stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of stay in there the whole way, even if you're not. You know, I did an episode of Gotham. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Oh, it was nice. my only TV show that I did, mostly movies. But um, I did Gotham, and I got lucky again. Yeah. It was a big funeral scene. Wait, this guy first started off said, I have bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That, that was what I was getting at. That's what I was getting at. I was like, I can't believe this luck is going yeah, my way because yeah, yeah. I've always had bad luck. But yeah. I guess when it came to these roles, yeah. you know, so once again, big church scene. Two, yeah. 200, 250 people in there. You could be row one. You could be row 20. Yeah. Right? I got picked to be, it was Don Falcone's funeral. I got picked to be one of his, you know, his henchmen. Mm. But I also, you know. I, I was right there in the front. So I was like, you know, dressed differently than everybody else. I'm like, yeah. man, here I go again. Yeah, I'm yeah. right in the front. Yeah. So at any given moment, I knew I could be on TV, you know, yeah, with the yeah, angle. Sure. So you're constantly always like trying, you know, all right, I'm at a funeral. How would I be at a funeral? Mm. Right, right. You, know, sure. you don't want to be caught talking to somebody, yeah. you know, so you do. You, yeah. you try your best and yeah. you do get into the role play, yeah. you know, and whether you have a line or not, you're yeah. there you got a job to do and you yeah. want to make it as authentic as possible. So you do it. Yeah. You so know? I know, I know with, you know, the, the movie scene, the acting scene, there's a lot of, um, preferences that go in, you know, into what you want to be a part of when it comes to the projects. Is there anything that you wouldn't be a part of, or is there something specifically that you are looking for? Or right now you're just trying to take whatever you can get. Well, right now I'll take whatever I can get. Sure. However, the, the roles that really intrigue me are obviously like mobsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, gangsters. Fun, yeah. Big De Niro, Pacino fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the old ones, you know, Goodfellas and all. So I've actually, you know, I've been in, you know, two movies where I was a gangster. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, this is cool. Yeah. And, um, but no, I, th- I think when you're coming up, I think it's actually important yeah. to do a variety. Okay, okay. Because you're, you're showing your range. Right, so, right. You know, so, so when you do go and apply for something big and they, they want your real, it's not all the same character. Right. You know? Not typecasted. Right, right. You don't want to be typecasted. You yeah. know? Because there are some actors that you see sure. do the same roles sure. over and over. And you're like, man, you know? Could he do anything else? But you sure. don't know. I yeah. don't ever want to be that way. Yeah. You know? Because, tell you the truth, I think where I would flourish the most is in like a chick flick. Okay. 
you know, like yeah, a, yeah. a romance, funny yeah, type yeah. guy, yeah. you know, come off like, um, like the family type guy, you know, yeah, maybe yeah. be a little loose cannon at first and yeah. slow down. Cause I, I already have a story in my head that I want to start <laughs> yeah. writing right. about that. Right. You know, it happened with, uh, or, well, I, I don't know how, you know, people received it, um, but it happened with Kevin Hart where obviously he's a comedian and everything mm, yeah. it's like I can't really see this guy any other way and the thing with him he became so famous or he is so famous I guess there's like a level um, where I don't know if you have to be funny or him being serious is funny now so he had I forget what the story is or what the, the, la- the latest movie is where he's pushing a guy around in a wheelchair yeah you, you remember what that movie I think called? The, yeah, the one with Brian Cranston right? yes yeah, yeah. I forgot the name of that movie, but yeah. it, but I don't they, know. But I think he's like the guy's caretaker. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a, a lot of seriousness that comes with this role. Yeah. And I don't even know. I haven't watched the movie, obviously, but I don't even know how I would perceive you, that because I just want to see him as being. <laughs> but I, funny. Right. I think we mentioned this before. But it was, serious. but it was that like when they first I started advertising the movie, it was advertised more dramatically. But then as it got closer right. to release, they kind of changed it to almost like a buddy a buddy movie. Yes, like him and there that kind of have like more more. Um, Get what's more low key as opposed to not as highly dramatic. As, yeah, because someone's like there are comedians who try to be dramatic and it like doesn't work out. So I guess they kind of changed the adverti- the advertising behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing with like Will Ferrell or Saturday Night Live. This yeah. whole thing where that's who you expect right. you're gonna get. That's kind of all his roles. Yeah, or Adam much. Sandler. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's tough. So it's like, do you accept certain roles and and you know like that whole like the whole gangster and mobster stuff? Yeah. Um, I have this like this weird obsession with it. Um, even last night, just watching random documentaries oh, or yeah. just, just listening to the thing, listening to po- other podcasts yeah. that have to do with this. I have a whole library of books and movies of, you know, all the instant, you know, all the classics. Um, and I don't see myself ever entering into that domain, but if I ever did, I would love to do something like that because yeah. you already have appreciation for that art or the, just the background the history. No, you're right. It's fun. Yeah, you absolutely. Wanna, yeah, you want to see what it's all about. And you, for example, you said you, you obviously you played sports and stuff. Would you do anything with like baseball or anything oh, like that? Yeah, That'd be I would cool, love right? it. Moneyball is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, people don't realize Chris Pratt yeah. is in Moneyball, yeah. you know, before he blew up. Yeah. But I love Brad Pitt too. Okay. But Moneyball... Um, any of the football movies, I would love to be in a sports movie. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I don't even play hockey. I'd be in a hockey movie <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> just because sports movies are great. Right. You know, you, know they, you know how to ride the Zamboni. I can ride the Zamboni. <laughs> I can, see, there you go. I could be in a sports <laughs> movie. I'll be the guy riding the Zamboni in the middle of the period. But, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I'm on there, you know? So that's awesome. But, um, nah, you're, you're right though. It's, it's, there's roles that I, I want to do. And then, but I also know that I want to get my range out there. And the person I, I look to with, with something like that is, is, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like he's at the point in his career he could do anything. Absolutely. Sure, he's done. You know, he's done dramas, romances, action, yeah. and he's great at yeah. everything yeah. he does. Yeah, he really you know. Is. So I think it's just a matter of how bad you want it. Yeah, absolutely. you know. So so following script is one thing, right? Writing a script is another thing. Improv is a whole other beast. Now, there's people who are naturally talented. We just mentioned a couple comedians, sure. and they're they're very uh, well versed in improv. They're just you know sometimes you're gonna have a heckler, and you have to roll with you know that kind of thing. Um, there's a classic show, whose line is it anyway? That demonstrate this to the T. And we actually saw a Wayne Brady. We saw Wayne Brady live here at actually the Parks Casino, um, and he he did multiple things. We didn't even know what to expect. I actually thought it, bought the tickets thinking it was gonna be a stand up. And what it is, he's doing improv. It's part stand-up, part improv. And it was absolutely impressive. And he genuinely made a point to show that I guess they got a lot of critics saying that their improv is not real improv. It's actually like scripted. planned. Yeah, it's scripted. It's planned out prior. And he did a lot of stuff that there was no way he could have planned for this. Right. And it was, I mean, I'm not going to say breathtaking, but it was like you're blown away at the talent. Oh, yeah. Um, is improv, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was like, definitely. dude, because it's definitely a skill. Yeah. There's so it. much creativity. It's like, it's like rappers when they're freestyling and yeah, they, yeah, they exactly. throw a word. Yeah, you got a guy that throws words and then he's got a freestyle about that word and then right. they throw another word and it's like, man, where, how are you coming up with it that, that fast? fast. Mm-hmm. So, improv, I advise everyone who wants to be in the acting take an improv class. Yeah, because improv is huge. Mm. Yeah, um, even if you're not improving the whole time, right? Basically, when you get a script. It's, they don't necessarily want you to stick by that script 100%. Sure, sure. You know, I was going over something. I did this awesome thing. 
I, yeah. I had my first voiceover, my only voiceover. I was a narrator. Okay. So there was a story going on, and I was the one talking mm-hmm. in the background. And when I first got it, and I'm doing the first couple takes, I'm like, I said to the guy, I said, guys, that's not me. I mm-hmm. can't, it doesn't sound like me. Yeah. Can, can I throw a couple words in here and there? Yeah. I threw a word or two in there yeah. that I can't say right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watched from, the, uh, you know, through the glass, these guys were rolling. <laughs> because it just came off. Sure. Especially with the project we were doing, yeah. it came off more believable. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, All right, that exactly. sounds like me now. Sure. Exactly, you know. So I've had a little bit of experience with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, not full improv, but changing things here and there, adding a word, taking out a word, yeah. and putting my own spin on it. Yeah. So hard. Yes. Hard. Yeah. But when you do get something funny and yeah. you know, what I mean, people appreciate it. You're like, that was me. Yeah. I did that. Right. You know? Right. So, right. Um, so we had a couple artists on here, whether they're, you know, musicians, um, you know, e- even even the creativity coming out out of just sales. Uh, we had Joe Snyman talking about he had to get creative with selling. Um, now, the thing that I always find um, interesting, uh, we actually had a, a, a guy here who's a director and he was talking about. Um, and I was actually asking a question about sharing your art or sharing your skill for you would be acting um, and then getting, you know, critiqued and how hard that possibly could be because of the vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, met, he, he said a really cool statement. He says it becomes he says that's when it becomes art. Because when you just keep it to yourself, no one even no knows one, what it is. No it might be, art. quote, art to you yes. or to yourself. But being the criticism is a part of the you know the roles or the acting or the 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 artwork or it's whatever. It's a part of life. Exactly, it's part of life. How, how do you? What's your perspective on that? You're always going to get it. Yeah. Whether whether that person that's criticizing you actually believes the words that are coming sure. out of mouth or whether they're just hating on you. Yeah. I bet you there's people that see your posts and like, oh, Jimmy Lee with this podcast. Here yeah. he goes. He's not going to get anywhere with that. Yeah. But who cares what they right. think? Absolutely. You having fun with it? Absolutely. You enjoying it? Absolutely. You're doing something you wanted to do, right? Heck yeah. I don't care about being criticized because you know what it takes to get up there? Yeah. And study lines and getting there in front of a camera. And, and, you know, yeah, you can get a f- 50 takes if you need it, but you don't want to do that. Yeah. Right. You want to nail it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, and sure. <laughs> it's funny you brought up the, the, the critiquing because yeah. I was, okay, so I'll plug my, you yeah, know. for sure. So I was in a movie called Backfire. Yeah. Um, we filmed it in 2017. Okay. 2018, it wasn't really out yet. 2019, Netflix called. No way. So it's on Netflix. No way. It's been on Netflix since April. It's called wow. Backfire. Check it out if you nice. haven't already. It's like a gangster movie based in you know Philadelphia. Nice. Um, awesome though, you know, like yeah. low budget type, but yeah. these guys. They they put their heart and soul into it for sure. You know, and, yeah. and the main guy's um he's a rapper, Black De Niro. You go on YouTube, he's all over the place. He's yeah. put out a couple movies, but okay. he's got some videos on there. And the dude's creative, really cool guys. Yeah, you know, and just yeah. like totally different than the Creed set. Yeah, because it's just like seven guys there sure. when you're filming your scene. So, yeah. I, just yesterday, as a matter of fact, I was googling and I wanted to see if there were any reviews on Backfire. Yeah. Like, I see what people think. Yeah. And this one guy gave it a 1.5 out of 5. And I'm yeah. like, oh, let me hear what he says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And he's ripping into, like, how, like, the dialogue was terrible. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then he says, he says, and then you got this guy saying, walks into a pizza place and says, oh, do you like pizza? Yeah. And then the girl says, you know, yeah, I like pizza. And the guy says, oh, why don't you let me get a slice of that pie? And this was me. These are my lines. <laughs> and I'm reading it. Yeah. And I'm like, this dude's bashing us. <laughs> And that was my, they were my yeah. lines. Like, I'm getting bashed. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I laughed about it. Yeah, yeah, you you think to. I care about what that guy said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, to. I have I have a student in Bristol that oh man, once once they once my students found out, yeah, they were all watching. They were yeah, going home, awesome. they were having movie night with their parents, that's coming awesome. in and telling me, you know, oh, Mr. Angelo, oh my god, that was great. You know, I had one kid, you know, senior year in the yearbook, you have, you get a quote. Yeah, yeah. He took right. one of my lines. Wow. And he put it in as his quote and it says Michelangelo. And that's awesome. it was my last line and it said that a girl said baby girl i got all the sauce you can dream of yeah it was all played out on, on pizza because i was yeah. you know we're in a pizza shop yeah, she yeah. was setting me up yeah, yeah, i mean yeah. i you know i'll save it for you know you guys can watch it but yeah. yeah i was in that movie um two different scenes i had lines in in the second scene uh fun though man just yeah. fun fun making it yeah you know, fun watching it put together, fun seeing it on Netflix, fun seeing people that I know. I've had people text me from, like, 
high school, dude, I was watching this movie yeah. and I didn't know you acted. Yeah. And I'm looking and I'm like, is that Mick? Dude, that's Mick. And he <laughs> yeah. me. I'm like, that's me, bro. That's me. You know, yeah, so, yeah. People can say yeah. they, have a, they have a movie I, on Netflix. Yeah. You know, I've, I mean, I have 10 projects. You know, I have 10 projects under my belt. Two of them I wrote. One was as the narrator, yeah. you know, and then the rest were acting. Uh, one lead role, I did like a six-minute film for Rowan, you know, their student mm. film. It was free, no yeah. pay, but I was a lead. Yeah. So I got, all, I got six minutes worth of just me being on air, you know. So, I mean, you know, 10 projects under my belt. I started in 2013, so six years, 10 yeah. projects with limited time. Yeah. You know, so yeah. my plan is once I get a, a nine-to-five teaching job, I'm going to dedicate my summers to acting. Nice. You know, and like I said, there's no expiration date. Yeah. You know, as you get older, you just, you just choose different roles right, to fit right. your age. And, you know, so, I mean, it's anyone can do it. It's, yeah. you know, so I'm going to, that's, that's my life. That's my future. Nice. You Is know? it only like kind of cinematic or have you ever done like stage plays or stage like acting or anything? Like that? I haven't done. I would though. But the the problem with doing plays is it's the the practices and rehearsals it's so demanding. Sure. You know you yeah, might you have do it for like months. At you, a time. you do it months, and then you're on the road, and then you're traveling. So this is that'd be you know something I could do in the summertime, but I couldn't really get into plays. What like about anything, anything locally or anything? Like that? It's mostly mostly what I do is okay. local. Yeah, it's mostly Philadelphia. Okay. You know, I join um I have two websites that I pay for a month that give out all the casting information. Oh, nice. And then what you do is you set up a bio. And then you apply to any gigs you like, and if they'll look at your bio and your work, and if they think you might be good for that role, they'll send you a couple lines. Uh, most of the time, it's a video audition. They okay. want you to audition at home, and some of them they'll invite you back for an audition. So okay. that's basically like how that process works with nice. me. So I try and find like local weekend work, or um, you know, one day here, one day there that that pays, so I can you know call out of work but still get paid. Sure. Um, so. You know, we'll see what happens. I'm constantly grinding. I'm always on there. I'm always looking to see what's out there. But this area is tough. There's not a ton. Sure. Yeah. You know, if you were in New York or obviously California and yeah. uh, Atlanta now, sure. Atlanta's doing a ton. Really? You know, they do all the Walking Dead. They do all the Marvel movies down there. Wow. So much land down there. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. So, so they're doing a lot of work in Atlanta. So, you know, but summertime rolls around. I mean, yeah, for you know, sure. I'd be willing to travel and, sure. and willing to go anywhere for a role. So. Absolutely. What um, you talk, you talked a little bit about um, obviously someone giving you um, critique and, and and ranking or rating the, the the video or the movie and the project. Do you ha do you do that to yourself when when you see yourself on the screen? Is it weird or is it just like oh man, I could have did that better? Or you know, it ha has that work? Because I know um, obviously we we bring it up all the time, but I think it's a perfect example because every time. Uh, you know, we have we have a, a critique thing. I, I think about my brother about him giving people haircuts, and he always talks about someone's haircut, not in a negative way, but right. he's generating ideas like, "Oh, dang, I could have probably did that better." Yeah. Is that something you do, or you run hundred percent, hundred percent? My worst, I'm my worst critic for sure. Um, I heard, I heard big time actors, Mark Wahlberg's one of them. They don't even watch their movies, mm. you know, because they they're mm -hmm. fearful of that, you know. Yeah, critiquing yourself so bad that you, you, your confidence is shot down. Sure, yeah. you know because. Everything you do in life, you can you could say if I had a retake, I can do that better. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. So of course, when I'm watching Backfire, and it happened to be um, my first red carpet too. Oh, okay. So like this was a this was legit. <laughs> yeah. This That's Backfire, awesome. this was cool. I took my mom. You know, my first red carpet. I figured That's I gotta awesome. take my mom. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just, That's awesome. you know I'm single and all, so uh, most important female in my life. So I took my mom. We had a good time, and. You know, and she even said she said it was weird. It was yeah. weird to see you on camera. Like, yeah. here's my son, <laughs> and he's flirting with this girl in this movie and kicking lines, yeah, at this, yeah. you know, spitting game. And here yeah. I am thinking, damn, I could have did that better. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I probably should have did this. You know, <laughs> right, right. So yeah, a hundred percent, man. You're your worst critic, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's funny too because I didn't even think of this. I um. My, I have a project out that uh, is, is is in the uh, motivation personal development industry, and I don't listen to it at all. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I hit like next because it's on like my playlist on music, and I almost panic yeah. when it comes on because sure. it just is like on automatic. Rate. I don't yeah. know what it is because it's, I will destroy myself. Right. And I, what the funny part is, I let him do all the things. What do you think that sounds like? months on end editing and i'm like we just have to put it out there and yeah. that's how we were with the podcast we're so you know hyper critical of ourselves i'm like sure. and yeah. it, that cripples people it some does. people won't even do the project somebody people won't even release it there's just you know a, a new bit that i've been doing uh that i wanted to s start doing is called um uh snack size positive vibes where it's just giving 30 second increments of just a quote and just giving people you know positive self-help you know information well 
I've been wanting to do that for six months, and then I kept just critiquing myself, like, ah, you know, yeah. it's like overload. Why would you do that? And at what angle are you going to get? When are you going to do this anyway? Are you going to do it in a car? Someone's going to say something about you driving and shooting, and they're going to talk about, like, dude, he had that outfit in, like, something. I'm like, dude, I'm, just do it. So then yeah. the one day I just start recording, just went, and you have to yeah. sometimes because we rip ourselves apart. Oh, yeah. And that, that, and I think people just find excuses not to do things. Yeah. Because it's work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's work. And with the stuff like my writing, you know, I, I may never be rewarded yeah. for that time right. and effort I put in. But as long as I'm, it's a hobby for mine. So as long as I enjoy doing it, then yeah. who cares? Yeah. I can have them stacked up, you know, all day long. It doesn't matter. It's, oh, I did that. You know, I did that for fun. I did it as a hobby. Um, do you bounce that that stuff off anyone? Uh, do you like send it to somebody, yeah. just like a buddy or something? Yeah, well, Mario, you know, my mm-hmm. best friend Mario, yeah. he uh, he got me into going to the movies, man. Like okay. he used to go like twice, three times a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got me going. Yeah, yeah. Right. So what we do is we'll go to a movie and we'll talk about we'll we'll watch a trailer and then we go in and then we critique it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the whole time I'm in there studying. Yeah. Like people don't realize as an actor, like you could just study mm-hmm. other people. Right, right, right. You know? Right. Instead of standing up there and practicing and getting people to read lines, you're like, I'm just gonna watch how he does that scene. Yeah. You know, so Mario got me into the movies and also so we do that, man. We we critique it and um so whenever I'm writing something, I reach out to him. Yeah. Because you know, he's seen so many movies, he knows what I like. Yeah. I know what he likes. So I'll say, Look, man, I got this idea, blah, blah, blah. What do you think? I like that, but maybe you can go with this angle. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I like that better. Okay. I might not always agree. Sure. But I'll ask my brother. Like, yeah. my family's tight, man. Yeah. So we don't care about, like, you know, we don't put each other down. Yeah. They actually think it's great. Like, yeah. You know, I don't think I give myself enough credit yeah. for what I've done because yeah. I'm like, God, oh, there are little, little films here and there. People might ne- never see my work. Right. But right. then they're looking back, they're like, dude. You've been in eight movies. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, think about sure. that. You, sure. you have yeah. a movie on Backfire. Yeah, but I was only in it for two minutes. Yeah, but dude, yeah. nobody else was. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So, so no, I ask. I, I get I get a bunch of opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how, how do you use, uh, just switching gears a little bit, how do you use social media to market yourself? Is that something you use or no? Or is that just you use that to promote your projects? Because I know you said you, you have memberships, uh, subscriptions to two websites uh, that kind of push you, you know, information that in that direction. Or is it something that you're like, you use social media in that sense or no? Not so much as far as, um, I just like to get, I just like to, to show people what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, I'm not expecting anybody to be out there that's like, oh man, I have a buddy in Hollywood. I'm going to send a mixed video that he just posted. Sure. But you never do. You, you never know. You, you never know. <laughs> right. so, you know, the right person sees something. But I do it more because you're, I'm proud. Yeah. You know, you get proud of the work you do and you're 100%. like, man, this was fun. Yeah. Let me put it out there. Let yeah. me see, you know, get some laughs and yeah. see what people say. Plus, it makes you feel good. Right. I, I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Compliments and stuff like that. That just boosts your confidence. Absolutely. You know, it's like it's like working out, you know, when you're trying to lose weight and you get frustrated. I ain't losing no weight. And then that first person says, oh, man, you, you lost weight. You know, so once you yeah. hear that from other people, it starts yeah. to excite you. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. so I hear one person say I saw backfire and then another person. And I'm like, you know what? I need to be in more. Yeah. I need yeah, to yeah. get out there and do more films now. Now yeah. because people are, are excited about yeah. seeing me out there sure. yeah, you know i don't know if i'm good yeah I, do, do you really know if you're good right, as an actor right. how, how do you really know if you're good exactly you know so i just do it and i put it out there and and people enjoy watching it and seeing it and you know i you know it helps so so what's your favorite part um about acting and what is something you want people to know that you know people like us who aren't actors is just kind of like an inside you know look how you know you know what's funny when you say people like us aren't actors yeah you got kids right yeah you got a kid right yeah no no kids right <laughs> how many times you role play with your kids every day you're acting every day yeah. you don't think in your head you get yeah. into that okay i'm gonna be spider-man what was spider yeah, yeah, yeah. we absolutely. all act 100 percent. we act when we lie yeah everybody acts sure. absolutely it's you know true. what i mean so um Professional liars, right? <laughs> Professional liars. Some right. are better than others. Yeah, right, right, right. You know what I mean? So I always look at it like this, man. You, you, you see way too many people get used to their everyday life. Sure. You know, you, it becomes so repetitious. You're yeah. just like, all right, tomorrow I got to get up and do this, 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 this again. You know, when you act, you're something different. Sure. Yeah. You know, you're different. And, yeah. and, and you forget about the real world. You forget about everything and then you just, you know, you just get into this character. Right. You know, so for five hours, 10 hours, however long you're on set, 
you're a different person you got a different life and you you act it the way you would you would act that yeah, life yeah, yeah. so you just you it, it 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 takes you away from you know reality yeah and you forget what's going on yeah you know and yeah. and, and for a couple minutes you're excited because you're something else yeah, yeah, yeah you know and yeah smallest role biggest right. role yeah you're there you know you're you, all you're thinking about is dominating that role yeah you're forgetting about everything else yeah so it just it takes you away yeah you know to yeah. a good place yeah, yeah that's cool you know? um yeah they say a lot of the, about that with uh with gaming and the reason why it is one of the you know the biggest selling things is because people are they have control over this little character in front yes. of the screen they can manipulate it to everything they want it to do or whatever that is and it kind of you said it kind of escapes that you know you that reality um that is cool though and, and especially kind of you know someone growing up watching mobster or gangster movies and then you become one of them That's and then you're like yeah like you're like playing yes. all this like dude is this really happening yes like, even from the movies or to like the real life documentaries yeah um when when you fall into that role, it's like, dude, this got to be one yeah. of the most badass things I yeah. think I've ever done. And then you're thinking, I'm just doing it as an actor. These guys lived their <laughs> life. <laughs> like, this like, guy's I don't even life. have to look over my shoulder right now. These guys, <laughs> right. they thought about getting whacked every day. Right. Here, I know exactly what's going to happen to me. Right. So so then you start to think, man, like imagine if this was my real life. Like, yeah. Man, this is crazy. That's trippy, too. H- have you ever seen or know anybody, or, or maybe it happened to yourself, where you're so into the role, it almost carries over into your actual life they well said this about they, i forget Heath ledger okay yeah that's what yeah he was one of them um jared leto when he did jared leto right yeah he did the the, the joker yes he he got really weird but i think yeah. he's always been method like he okay so he's a method yeah until, so yeah. they call method acting and and, okay. and they do and they say you know heath ledger it wow. messed him up yeah because you know think about trying to be somebody like the joker where it's an it's already an iconic figure yeah and you're trying to make it better than right. than jack did right you know so you kind of have to go all day long in that character yeah you know yeah there's a, even like with um you know there's roles that will smith pay, played where he had to gain a ton oh, yeah. of weight and or, then or people that lose weight christian, lose bale. christian bale's one of uh 50 cent did one yeah, where he yeah. cancer as a football player and he got right. super, super skinny, skinny. Like, like yeah you, you're like dude is that Scary. photoshop yeah yeah you know and but there are people that are willing to go yeah. the extra mile yeah you know yeah. To bring the, it's it's all about being authentic. Sure, that's it's, how I say. It. You know, right, like, it's all about authenticity, man. Yeah, if you can make that believable, dude, then your game. There's times where I watch like gangster movies. I walked around like the toughest thing in my house. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Let me tell you something. <laughs> when me and I my, gotta use the bathroom. Dude, this is gonna be the meanest bathroom. <laughs> when me and my brother, when we were growing up, yeah. we're four years apart, we would watch Steven Seagal and Van Damme movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't Classic. think we're, you don't yeah. think we're jumping off the sofa doing yeah. spinny yeah. heel kicks? You know, we used to watch wrestling on Saturday mornings. Oh, yeah. Yo, it's classic. Do, we used to take a pillowcase, yeah. put our cat in a pillowcase, and somebody was Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> and they slide the pillowcase, and here, and the cat comes running up the steps. But, but all yeah. role playing, yeah, man. yeah. It's you were Jake, and in our head, you're eight years old. And I, I'm Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, I gotta be Jake the Snake Roberts. Like yeah. I'm gonna do it the way Jake does it. And it's like we've all acted, <laughs> you know. It's right, even as, or like little kids, we play like action figures and stuff. You have yeah. a little role. You have yeah, a little, like like you'll see like three, four, five year old kids where they got. They, all day long, they're in like their Captain America suit. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know? And I love that. I love yeah. when people put pictures, oh, he dressed himself today. And I'm like, man, I love that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he dressed himself. That yeah. was cool. He wanted yeah. to be Captain America today. Yeah. And in his head, he was Captain America. Absolutely. You know, 100%. so it's, it's the imagination is, is crazy. You know, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, so so closing this bad boy out. What, what do you think? Is there something in 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 you know your your childhood that that played a role to your current success with, and and where you want to go with all this? Or is it you know did you see somebody, um, you know pursuing their dreams or any even outside of acting? Well, when I was a kid, I wanted to, like most kids, I wanted to be a professional baseball player. Yeah, but I was I was you know pretty good. So I mean that dream didn't really subside until I was. You know, early teens when I realized yeah. how hard it was going to be, you know. Um, so I think I kind of always had that mentality that I was going to succeed at something. Yeah. But I never thought about acting. Sure. Until I did that first audition for Real World. And then yeah. it was just kind of like, man, this is cool. Yeah. You know, but I, I always had, you know, I've had that mind frame where like, all right, if I'm going to do this, though, like, I'm not just going to quit after, you know, the first thing I do. Because I can't tell you how many auditions I applied for. Yeah. I mean, hundreds, mm. 
hundreds and you yeah. don't even hear you don't even get a sniff but it doesn't matter yeah there's gonna be a hundred more you know so um i was patient enough to just kind of roll you know roll the dice and go with it and i i got lucky on some projects and it, it it's i was just telling him it's like fuel to the fire yeah the more you do yeah like just sitting here right now doing this, this is fun yeah like yeah. I, I i hope to be here next year talking about my other my next four or five projects definitely something bigger definitely so it's it's you know it, it does motivate you but um no i think i just always had that like that that i just wanted to be successful and so i wanted to be yeah. famous Let, let's say yeah, not yeah. successful i always yeah. wanted to be famous yeah, yeah, yeah i just didn't know what route i was gonna take sure. yeah you know so i got into acting i really liked it not saying i'm famous but i'm <laughs> it's something that can lead to fame that's not 100%. why i do it yeah but i just always felt like i could do it 100%. So I'm trying. And you know what's crazy, too? Um, I just got the chills. I don't know why, but it, it has to do with what I'm about to say. It, all it takes is that one role, and you yep, can just absolutely. blow up. And it's funny that you keep saying real world, because was it Miz on the real world? Yeah. Miz, and okay. look where he is. Oh, so he, And he was always messing yeah. around on the real world. So he's on this show messing around with this whole wrestling thing, and yep. he's always yep. got into this character, yeah. the Miz. And then he became an actual professional yeah. wrestler yeah. to the yeah. point where I was—I don't even know what I was watching. Oh, he has his own reality TV now show, he so he's like, "I'm like, this yeah. is crazy." Look where it, like, it just yeah. builds on. Started top off of with a reality show, a little, yeah. a little audition yeah. that he probably shot yeah. in his boxer shorts on a zamboni. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> they just happened—they happened to see him that day, and they were right. excited. My, my—I never, maybe I didn't get viewed. You don't right. know that, but it, it shouldn't stop you. Yeah. But yeah. Look! Look what can happen. Yeah, sure. and I do this every time. I I I'll go. I I I'm on IMDb a lot. I like to see what actors how they started. Mm. Yeah, almost every actor when you go on there and you go all the way to their beginning, it was either like one episode of a TV show, sure. yeah, and then a small role in a movie. Not many guys go right into a big blockbuster. Sure, sure. one hundred percent. You know, so like that's motivation too. You're like, oh, all right. I wonder how many people had 10 projects under their belt in their first six sure. years. So I'm like, all right, my projects might not have been great, but I'm getting work. You know, so even, somebody's got to see something in me. 100%. Even like what we first mentioned, even even with the with the Jersey Shore. That, you just auditioning for that. It's like, dude, they're literally yeah. videoing us like on a boardwalk yeah. in <laughs> New Jersey, one of the smallest states, yeah. right? Yeah. And a very particular thing because they're, you know, they're going for the uh, Italian-American role, like that background. Yep. It's a yep. very specific thing. Like in back of, you know, anyone's mind, like, is this even going to be anything? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they still went for it in a t-shirt shop was their job, like a printing, yeah. <laughs> t yeah. printing press yeah. t-shirt and here, this guy, you know, Paulie D is, is one of my favorite examples. Oh, he's he's like, he milked it, to like, milked, and he still, and still is. is, and still, still is. is. Well, they they're, they're, they still they have another season. Yeah, Jersey John Shore. It's on tonight. They, they the family yeah, they got the yeah, yeah. Situations up, you know, he's about to get locked up. Well, he's locked <laughs> up, in, you know, now, but wow. that the show showing you that. But it's like, yeah, they're still making money doing That's shows. Crazy. Like, what, what, what could have been, you know? And I mean? you know what kills me too? I love this. It, it, it goes back to what you're saying. I never forget Snooky uh, pulling up in like some broke. <laughs> down hoopty honda oh, civic and it broke down <laughs> yeah. and the next episode they all like caddies exactly. and bmws dude yeah. it was the funniest uh, they, they thing they take care of oh, they man. make it look look you yeah. know as real as possible but thing about jersey shores they were just being themselves yeah. <laughs> that was the best thing about yeah. it like, yeah, 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 yeah. the thing i yeah. i even remember it blowing up is when like i think there was like a clip of snooki like and they were in a club or something she got knocked out by some random she got dude. knocked out by and some that's dude. How, like it blew up it got nationwide yeah. and that like, was like just, first season maybe third episode yeah. in they went out she got smacked by some dude, and they they all jumped on him. And you know what's funny? I always tell myself, like, yeah. if that was me, I'd have went nuts on that dude because, like, they they I found out like some background. Whenever they went to a club or a bar, they signed waivers where yeah. if they got in a fight inside the establishment, they couldn't get charges. Oh wow! wow. Okay. So that's kind of how they got the drama effect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. So so kind of rounding things back. I know you talked a little bit about it, but you know, as entrepreneurs, as you know going out there and building your own brand there's a lot that you have to do uh for, for for the launching pad meaning you're supporting yourself you have a day job and yeah. then you're doing your little side projects you know in your quote spare time right. i mean who really has spare time um you have to make that time yeah. and that's what a lot of people don't understand you know they think that you know a lot of times we're just doing this um you know oh this is you know they're just having fun we are having fun but there's also work involved right. with this right there's yeah. every, all of us have families we're yeah. you know cutting out time we're very meticulous and particular i don't want to waste anybody's time the second you walked in dude 
do as soon as we have a, and I'm already in. I, like, yeah. I don't like wasting people's nah. time. I don't like my time wasted. So I don't like wasting sure. anyone else's time. How do you manage that? You know, give a tip or two uh, for someone who's you know juggling and struggling with, with, with that. I tell everybody, shoot your shot. You know what I mean? Like, like you might think, oh, I'm tired. I'm this. I'm that. But you don't think I was tired. 15 hours on a set standing there being a security guard yeah barely getting any sit down breaks yeah Yeah, got two meals and then driving home getting a couple hours of sleep driving back down 95 because this is all the way in chester you know so your commute you add your commute to it um but if you if you truly enjoy what you're doing yeah i think you're gonna find the time yeah and you shouldn't be frustrated about it being tired yeah you know um because at the end of the day, you're doing something you really want to do. Yeah. And, you know, that's really what life's about, I think. That's awesome. They always you say know? you're going to either find the, find the time, find a way, or find an excuse. Well, and everybody finds an excuse. <laughs> yeah. It's right. it's it's so much easier to find an excuse 100%. than to actually put the work out. It's like gaining weight. 100%. You know how easy it is to gain weight 100%. and then how hard it is to lose it? 100%. Come on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, what's hardest, um, I was thinking about this throughout the week. Um, almost uh, because of what happened in our situation with the podcast to typically we record on on Monday nights a time like that where literally it's a natural it's 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 something that's not preventable yeah I mean you just uncontrollable our power literally got knocked out for an entire day and I'm just trying to manage just through life let alone (laughs) doing you know extra things Um, the the point I want to make is it's it's it was at a time where everyone would give me the green flag or us the okay like ah eh, you could skip a week we understand there's something that you couldn't yeah, you know sure. it's an uncontrollable but it's 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 at those times where everyone will give you that excuse if that one time i could if mm-hmm. i could have ever used an excuse it'd yeah. be perfect right, right now like we couldn't do it you nah. know what i mean everyone like yeah. eh, on to the next week right yeah. but yeah. we didn't and it was Did times it. like that where you capitalize on yeah. that um and and show and lead by example listen this is Yes, this is set for Monday nights. It's never worked every single week perfect. We did have a nice little streak going, um, but when you know Mother Nature, you know, calls, it, it is what it is, kind of thing. But it's how you react yeah, off those. Absolutely. I think that yeah. makes the biggest difference between the people who succeed or the winners yeah. versus the people who do not succeed and and are all miserable and hell bent about everything, You're right. um, swallowing their own excuses. It's um, also a good opportunity to test yourself. Yeah. You know, if you if you you could have told yourself, "I will take the week off," right? That shows you how passionate you really are. You know, right. are you about the project? Right. Sure. But getting that week, not skipping that week, yeah, and accomplishing that goal, one hundred percent. You know, it, it's you're gonna go home tonight, probably. You know, you're happy we got it done. Heck you know, because yeah. I'm happy. Like I was off and I had the free yeah, time, and I, I could say, out. "Oh, Monday didn't work. I'll come back Thursday." Yeah. Because now that it's over, I was nervous and began. Yeah. I think everybody. But now yeah. it's it's almost over. You're like, "Oh man, I'm so glad I did this." Yeah. yeah this yeah. was fun. You know. Yeah. Driving you know? home all elated. Yeah. And and, like and now I'm gonna go. I was telling these guys, when you, yeah. you know, you're taking a break. I said, "I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna grind harder." Yeah. Now Absolutely. I got the confidence because I was talking about it. And I, you know, you're getting feedback from other people, yeah. and you're like, "Ah, it's time to hit the you know." Yeah, 100. You know? percent So 100%. I'm gonna get on there. I'm just. Apply, 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 apply. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all you can do, really. So, so closing question uh, for uh, you know anyone out there also you know you know wanting to get started in the uh, acting industry or just want or is looking this uh, as a career or a possibility for themselves. What do you recommend? Is there you know websites you you they should jump on or h- how should they get started? So the one I use is is backstage.com and that's how I got the, the, the backfire role okay and I got the majority of my roles on there so backstage it, it, I think it's fifteen dollars a month or something nice mm. and every day there, there's new you know there's new projects on there Wow so and they have dates on there and they have, they tell you if you make money if you're not if, you know if it's unpaid so you can kind of yeah. look and navigate through and say all right I, I'm available for that I'll just apply yeah you know and but the thing about I guess I don't really have much going on, but starting, you know, from the bottom, yeah, you're going to have to do some, some, some non-paying roles 100%. just to get yourself out there to get yeah. some footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Three quarters of the stuff, well, probably half of the stuff I did, I didn't get paid for, Yeah, but I'm okay with it because I have that to show, sure. you know, when I go and audition for other things. So yeah. don't get discouraged about money. Yeah. Don't get discouraged about not hearing back. Yeah. Because if you get discouraged about, oh, I applied for that one role and I didn't get it, I'm right. done. I'm never going to be an actor. 
then right. you weren't built for that. Right, sure. right. You weren't built for it. Yeah. You know, yeah. There, there's there's famous actors that still have to, you'll hear, they still have to actually go and audition for yeah. certain roles, yeah. even yeah. though that the director's like, I want him. They still have to kind of show up and see if it really fits the mold. Absolutely. Denzel know? Washington still goes to uh, like acting classes. Because he's so passionate about his craft <laughs> and he feels like there's always something to work on. Right. I'm never the best. Right, right, right. You know, there's always somebody better. So yeah. just be patient and don't get discouraged. Yeah. And start small because those little roles that I've done, I've learned a lot from them because yeah. you can ask more questions. Yeah, 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 You know, you could talk to the people that are behind the camera and saying, you know, just trying to pick their brain. Yeah. You get on the bigger sets, you're, you're kind of just a number. Yeah. You can't really talk to nobody. There's yeah, not yeah. much networking. Right. You know, like I, I met a kid and then that kid wrote a short film and he put me in his short film. Oh, so nice. like just from meeting him from a different project, yeah. he put me in his next project. Nice. So the networking definitely helps. But yeah. um just be patient, man, and just, you know, don't get discouraged. That's all. I love it. Yeah. All right. So there you have it, folks. We like to wrap things up with quotes. And the first one is by Tony Robbins. And he goes, The path to success is to take massive determined action. And the second one is by Napoleon Hill. Most great people have attained their greatest success just one step beyond their greatest failure. Acting 101, in this episode, we had special guest Michael Angelo. We covered topics that range from auditions, landing roles, improv, role preparation, and much more. We wrapped the episode up with quotes from Napoleon Hill and Tony Robbins. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed. Stay blessed.